This is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting, manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to earn or buy someone's love. Hello to all of our family burrito listeners out there whose father was in the infantry during the Iraq war, took pictures of dead Iraqi soldiers only later to call those same pictures his vacation photos and show them off at parties. Welcome back to the Family Burrito Podcast, episode 24. My name is Christine. My sister Jessie and I created this podcast as a way to heal our father-killing Iraqi soldier childhood wounds. Jessie Lou, how are you doing? I am really good. How about you? Oh, I'm good. I had, like, bronchitis. Oh, really? Sorry if my voice sounds funny. Well, it's probably better than pussy riasis. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you were sick, huh? So when did you start getting sick? Uh, it happened Tuesday morning. I woke mm-hmm. up and I just was like, I'm dead. Yeah, you woke up dead? Yeah, I woke up dead. And then, well, Michael was sick too, so he gave me this funk, you know? Yeah. And uh, he he gets bronchitis like once a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm normally, I'm always okay. But for some reason this year, it was like, no, bitch. <laughs> so. uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you sound like your energy level is not uh, at a 10 right now, Jesse effing blue. Well, I had to, I had to drive today, you mm-hmm. know, to you, do a little bit of work and errands. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, I need a nap. I need like, I need to sleep till next year. That'd yeah. Yeah. You're funny. So when I'm like tired, I'm like, man, I need some cocaine. <laughs> uh, cocaine would also be great. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have time for a nap. No. Uh, who has time? Let me find some cocaine. Uh, Where's the meth? Uh-huh. Yeah, the meth. Don't meth with me. Well, so did you have your welding school stuff this week? Oh, yeah. It was um, the end of the last, well, the end of the first five weeks. So we had like finals and stuff, but I I made um, a 93 in the whole, like, first class, first part, the 111, as they call it. Yeah, awesome. And, yeah, now um, Monday we start next, the next class, because it's, like, in five-week sections, so. Yeah, yeah, and pardon my Mexican street dog, she was uh, barking, and she may go apeshit here in a minute, so. Don't mind her. She's from Tijuana. They do it differently. Sure. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. Well, yeah, I've, um, you know, had a busy week, of course, as per my use. Um, busy feeling like I'm on this hamster wheel going nowhere. And it's so funny. No, nothing is an accident. Um, you know, I've shifted towards, you know, wanting to help nurses with burnout. And guess what, Jesse? You're burnt out. I'm burnt out. (laughs) So, which is not surprising because this is a path that I'm going to, I'm choosing to do. And so I'm re-experiencing 
burnout. I actually started I, kind of looking back at my whole timeline of when I started, you know, nursing school, then working in the ICU, then becoming a mental health nurse practitioner, working on an inpatient psychiatric unit where people are aggressive and psychotic and there's violence, you know, and then getting coronavirus and long COVID, you know, all of that was, you know, burnout, burnout, burnout. And, um, you know, I cut my hours way back at work to work on my home business. And so as I have been navigating that, you know, when I work was working full time, you know, I made sure to make myself a priority because I knew how important that was to managing stress, you know. And when I started my home business, I stopped making myself a priority. And all I've been doing is working, working, working. And I do love certain parts of having a home business, you know, our podcasts and blog and all those kinds of YouTube channel. But I, you know, I, the joy is very few and far between now because I'm not making myself a priority and I can't help others if I can't help myself. So I am kind of back to square one, as they say, and um, coming back center to myself making myself a priority and re-experiencing some of these burnout symptoms like, you know, weight gain, irritability, frustration, you know, being, feeling cynical, you know, those kinds of things and um, re-experiencing these and then going back to myself and my tools that I've used to manage my stressors because the thing is you're always going to have, there's always going to be stressors. And I started reading this book um, about burnout, and it basically says you're all you. There's a difference between your stressors and your stress. Your stress is what's inside your body. Stressors are in your environment, and they're always going to be there. It's how you manage your stress, of course, but also too, it talks about how we have stress cycles, and we aren't completing them and closing them. Because we're, we're constantly just back in stress, stress, stress. And there's ways in this book that teach people how to complete their stress cycles. And one thing that's very, very important is physical activity, at least 20 to 60 minutes a day to move that stress out. Crying, um, something interesting in there says is that um, hug someone for 20 seconds at least. Just hug them. And what that does is it balances your stress hormones and then it releases oxytocin. It also talks about kissing someone for six seconds at least, because what happens is your brain switches from that stressor to going, oh, okay, we're safe. I can trust this. We're good. You know, because if you're kissing someone, hopefully you trust them. <laughs> you <know? Right. laughs> but um, so, that, you know, in crying, you know, that's, that's really important and spending time with your friends. And so, and I haven't been hanging out with my hospital friends as much because I've been here on my own island of my home business. So I'm getting back centered with that and, you know, making plans with my friends and talking to them on the phone. Um, so, but on the flip side of all of that, I am, you know, I'm very happy because I have a wonderful guy and we are serious and just, I'm just really in love with him and we're making plans for our future, which is super exciting. So I've been distracted 
happily distracted with that because, you know, it's been so long since I've been in a relationship like where you are valued, you're on the same page, you're on the same level. There's a trust there and um, consistency, which is super important. And, and, you know, if let's say he hurts my feelings or I hurt his feelings or whatever, we talk about it, you know, and because the one thing I'm not going to do in this relationship, like with Shane and I, uh, I'm not going to be keeping score. We're not going to keep score, you know, because that just, that leads to a slow death of a relationship. We don't even realize sometimes that we're keeping score, you know, like, you know, maybe they, you know, were rude to you or something. And then there goes your little, your little marker on your scoreboard, you know, and those things add up after years and years and that creates resentment and, you know, just, um, the relationship's demise. So that is one thing that's super important to us that, you know, if there is any sort of, not like we're having any conflict really, honestly, but if there's any sort of conflict or something or miscommunication and girl, you know, I'm a Leo, I will flip out. I flip out over <laughs> things, right? We all um, do, but you know, it's like a human thing, right? Right, 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 right. right. You know, um, so, you know, so it's, it's important to ask questions. It's important to clarify and if you have a strong reaction to something, it's important to ask yourself, why did I react that way? Why did I act so strongly? Why, you know, why, why did I do that? You know? And so, so that's also, you know, really, cause I haven't really been in much of a relationship, you know, I am sort of navigating those, some of those childhood wounds that are kind of buried inside of me, you know, my mother's programming, you know, and yeah. so that's kind of, interesting that that comes up but I recognize it immediately you know because I'll have a reaction and then I'll be like dang why did I react that way yeah yeah and also like dad kind of taught us to use verbal judo against each other yeah 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 oh for sure yeah like yeah it's always like some kind of tear down right right you're so correct Jesse you're so correct I do that all the time to well, I hurt Michael's feelings constantly, and he, like, he yelled at me today, like, oh, forever about it, and mm-hmm. I'm just, like, and he even brought it up. He was, like, I realized you were raised to just, like, have this verbal judo, but he's, like, I'm sensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. obviously sensitive. He got fucking butt hurt. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, but this is the thing, though. Like, he does shit to me, and I'm, like, okay, that's annoying, yeah. and then... It's like a constant thing, even though we're not even romantic with each other. It's like mm-hmm. we're still best friends and you still have to like navigate those waters. So anybody that like you live with in general, like, oh, mm-hmm. it's hard. Relationships are hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Correct. Um, and especially <laughs> if, you know, I know you guys have been friends for a long time. So y'all, you know, when y'all first became friends, y'all had this emotional immaturity of teenagers growing up in toxic dysfunctional childhood so there was no hey let's these are the boundaries we need to set you know because you don't you're a kid you know and now you're like adults and so it's hard to kind of start that over you know because you've already gone so far and y'all been I mean I don't know y'all's you know relationship whatever best friendship whatever too well but I just could imagine that would be hard because you're already set in your ways, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, 
one of the things that I think that has helped both of us is just willing the willingness to listen to mm-hmm. the other person and get their perspective. Yeah. And really try to live in their perspective. So by doing that, he will act like I act, like how he sees me. He'll mm-hmm. he'll like do the whiny voice or throw a mm-hmm. fit, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I do that. I act like him. Interesting, or, like role playing. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I do do that, right? And he's like, and he sees that, and he's like, it's kind of like he's he sees it's annoying, so he laughs, and then I'll do the same thing. I'm like, huh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of a bitch, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like. I don't know. It's interesting when other people are just willing to listen to their fucking issues because we all have issues, right? Nobody's fucking mm-hmm. perfect. But I mean, we could, that's like the, but if you're not willing to listen to other people's opinions, even about yourself that you probably don't want to hear, like you're mm-hmm. never going to grow. Yeah. Right. So do you feel like that y'all, that that works with y'all doing the role playing? I mean, yeah, we talk- just basically make fun of each other to a point where, mm-hmm. Like we try to just keep it goofy, mm-hmm. but I can't. But I again, I'm like kind of a dick, so I can take it out of a little mm-hmm. out of line. I think I think you've experienced that with me. You know, I just like that. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I have to cough. <laughs> oh no, you're no, you're fine. Um, <coughs> yeah, um, yeah, I totally get that. Um, and you know, like my coping mechanism, dysfunctional coping mechanism you know, growing up was, um, you know, shut down. Um, so it's like, it can go two ways, Jesse. I'm either yeah. going to flip out on you or I'm going to shut down. And it's what we call the ice queen. Right. Yeah. Which either way is not fair. I mean, it's, it's not that it's, you know, it's just something that I work through, you know, cause when you, when you shut down and avoid, you, you know, they know you're mad and you know, they know they're that you're mad, you know, and it's like this game and it's like, it's almost a form of manipulation, which is my mother, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's why like Michael and I really just try to make jokes about almost everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're just, cause, um, you know, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't know. I'm not to bring up like drama or anything, but you mm-hmm. remember when he texted you all that bullshit Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So I started, I made fun of, I started making fun of it because I was, because it pissed me off so much. I didn't know what to do, Christina. I was like, I'm right. None of this. Like, mm-hmm. so um, every time he says something, I'm like, you're being gaslighting right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and then, uh, yeah. But he sees it as me. Like, he thinks I'm making fun of you. Oh gosh. Well, that but tells I'm you. Just like, right. and, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, Michael, do you see what I'm doing here? Yeah, yeah, no, he's, well, he may, and he's just trying to turn around, but I'm glad that you bring that up, because, um, yeah, you were at, this is when you first started uh, welding school. Yeah, and I I got this strange, this test, yeah, yeah, I got this strange text message, I thought, you know what I thought it was when I first read it, because of the, first of all, I recognize it wasn't you at all, because it wasn't the way you talk, you know, and I thought you were sending, this is, this is literally what I thought, Jesse. I thought, oh my God, Jesse is sending me a review that my mom did of our podcast because it oh. sounded just like her. And I was like, what is going on? That's what I was thinking. My mom did this re- a review because that's what her, the <coughs> language that she would, her narcissistic mother ways would do. And then when I realized, um, you know, when you said, 
you know, it was him. Um, I was like, what? You know, (laughs) I was like, huh? And then, you know, and I was like, okay. But I didn't realize like he was on your, yeah, he was on my iPad and like you wouldn't, cause he was message, he was using my iPad to text me something that like was on my iPad. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like your messages were right below right Mm -hmm. because we just texted and he he wasn't he didn't have to like scroll up or anything because the ipad's pretty big Mm -hmm. it was just right there and he he doesn't know how we talk so he thinks that like first of all he thinks everybody in my life is trying to use me abuse me yeah and yeah you know and and that's and like we've kind of discussed that before so Mm -hmm. he's very protective yeah and then i'm like trying to explain to him like christine is just busy and she has to protect her space yeah well the thing is i went back and looked at there was nothing i did wrong okay no and that's why i mean and that's the thing too text can also be perceived yeah in the worst fucking way ever right right text right right he doesn't know a relationship and by the way if someone is thinking people are doing all these things to you they're usually the ones doing it to you and that's one of the things too. I even uh, like, and that's what well, Michael like. He'll, well, I'll be pretty honest. Michael will tell me when he's like needs something or like he's never gonna hide if he is gonna use me or needs to use me or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, ditto, right? Because I'm like he's very handy and can fix things. Mm-hmm. So I'm like that's why I keep him around. <laughs> mm. Like I, it's we all. I feel like we all have a tendency to use people as humans. Because, like, what are we going to get value out of, right? Like, I know that sounds kind of fucked up, but don't we all kind of do that? I don't. I have friends that just genuinely want to help me. I mean, I don't, we don't, when you help somebody, that's, there's not an expectation that you're supposed to help them right back. You just help people, you know? Oh, no. Well, I meant, like, as far as, well, I understand completely what you mean, right? Like, I just meant as far as, like, as a friendship, Sometimes it's like I'll scratch your back if you scratch my back, kind of thing. Right, right. I don't know. Like, I don't mean to sound like, oh, I'm just going to be your friend unless you can, like, you know, help me do, some, do something. But right, I, like, make, make me a better person at the very least. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But, um. Anyway, it was a very interesting kind of dynamic that day. But um, I totally lost my train of thought. Sorry. Well, let me just <laughs> tell you this. I'm very what I, what. Let me tell you the 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 thing what. All of that, what made me happy and just um, feel good about you and me and our sister friendship, relationship, and all of that, is you said, I will talk to him when I get home. And when you did, the, the shit stopped. So I appreciate you protecting yourself, protecting me, protecting our stuff, because you followed through with what you're going to say. And I know how he can be. He can be dominating and try to do all these things, but everything stops. And I'm really proud that you, I don't know exactly what you said or what happened, but I'm, and I was like, I'm, she did her thing. I, I just love that because what that did is it made me feel safe. It made me feel really safe that you're my sister. I can still text you the way I text you, which is, there's nothing wrong with the way I text, you know, I'm perfectly normal. Um, and so that created safety in my space. And I really appreciate whatever you did to get him to stop his attacking me out of nowhere for no reason. I haven't even talked to that guy in years. Right. And, you know, and that's, that's the thing. Well, so 
as a like as he's you know again he's my best friend i'm always gonna like he can murder somebody i'll defend him right like he and there could be ways i could like try to, to defend him right now you know but like that's he doesn't need defending like right he, he just thought he he thought that at that moment this is what i need to do because he's my friend and that's what he like you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just his mindset and that's and it and i appreciate him for that like he will defend me to le- no other like and i totally appreciate him for that um but the problem is sometimes i <sighs> He, like I said, he just thinks that everybody's like right. so against. It's like me against the him, like yeah. me and him against the world almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, and it's like, oh my gosh. Well, let's definitely go after Christine because of X, Y, and Z. Because like he has his, he has siblings, he has sisters, right? Mm-hmm. And they are horrible people. Mm-hmm. And so he also has that comparison in his head. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, oh, that's pro- that's how Bethany would text me. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that's why, like, again, it's no justification, but we talked it through like adults because we have a safe space. Like mm-hmm. Michael does, we both have attitude problems, Michael and I, like I mm-hmm. have anger issues. He has anger issues. Um, we literally grew up in this era where we thought we were from the hood. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, so we have this mentality where we'll throw down no matter what. But at the same time, we're just like, we're, we have enough respect for each other where we can talk things. Yeah. Out. Yeah. And then he also respects the fact that he, he wants us to have a relationship with each other. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want me to like not have a relationship with another family member. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because especially with the drama with dad and stuff, right? Like he know he knows how that made me feel and stuff. So yeah. I was just like, less drama the better. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Just reduce right. drama then, especially like if we're not in the same room. If we're in the same room and we can all have like a safe place and just talk it out, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But just like in a text message where I don't know, I feel like things get very fucking distorted. But right, especially when you're not even doing anything, you're minding your own business, and you just start getting attacked. And then when you respond very simply, then your words start getting twisted into this whole long ass story that's not even true. It's not. It's just not even true. And it was so um, just like what my mom would do. That's why I'm like, he's a narcissist. He is a raging narcissist. Um, and the thing. Okay, is- Christine. Listen, look. I was just walking by. I'm not Here a raging narcissist. Here we go. You literally putting things on people, not knowing anything about the situation. That is literally this a is narcissist. Perfect. You think that you're better than everyone, and you know better. You don't. You really need to stop talking about me in general because you I don't brought, have any I idea who it. I am. I, I happen to be walking by. I don't care. Okay, I'm. She's okay. sitting there, literally calling me name after name after name. She's not a fucking doctor. She's a nurse. I I'm. That's it. That's all I have to say. You don't know. What the fuck you're talking about, Christine? You have absolutely no idea who I am. I am the opposite of a narcissist, and hundreds of people would say that. Although I can't say that about a single person that I know that you know. You need to stop telling Jesse and putting things in Jesse's head that I'm a narcissist because I do nothing but lift Jesse up. I'm the reason that she goes to the gym all of the time. I don't even go to the gym. She does. How is that a narcissistic person? You need to watch your mouth. You have no idea what you're talking about. None. Absolutely none. I just happen to be walking by to get medicine. 
That's absolutely disgusting of you. Jesse? Yeah. And there we have it. <laughs> and there we have it. And well, there I, we have it. I can, so, just, I, I can just edit that out. Too. No, I think, I actually think I would keep it because this is an example, an example of a narcissist. He, how defensive he was, all of these things. He doesn't even know anybody I know. So he's making up scenarios again that are false. And so, and to him yell it and yell to try to get his point, that is not, that is toxic. And you should be, and I think you are getting at a point where you don't need someone to defend you anymore. You know, it is not, the world is not against you. The world loves you. You know, the world has their arms open to you. Well, before he was going to talk anyway, like I was going to say, you know, I think that a lot of people's perceptions of others, like, so for example, going back to me, just Mm -hmm. some people would probably think that I'm a narcissist, mm, you know never, what I mean, or or right. or like, or I'm a manipulative person. Mm-hmm. You know, some of my exes would definitely say that about me. Yeah, you know, and 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 it's because that's their perception of me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and that's what I keep trying to remind myself of all of this. Like M- Michael and you have like this 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 clash for some reason well well the thing is he just said i'm i'm not a doctor i'm a nurse i'm actually a nurse practitioner who was trained to diagnose and treat people with personality disorders aka narcissism so so again he is creating something that's not even true um i actually am trained and a professional in that you know yeah and and and, and he's just like and i'm not trying to defend him go ahead and i'm not trying to so i'm not i'm trying to be switzerland right now because i don't want to piss anybody off right um it's more or less like he 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 feels like i probably won't defend him in the best way either and that's why he was like oh i'm gonna get my medicine and mm-hmm. then and then heard that and it was like oh shit I'm gonna defend myself in this like five second yeah. time slot yeah. that I probably am allotted yeah. before Jesse's like oh, my God, <laughs> yeah yeah um, and I I I um and it's it's just it's and it's really not about him it's about you and it's just I love you so much and I I I can see very clearly these things that have been going on for years. And just know that you do not deserve to be treated that way. You deserve to live in a house of love, people who are supportive, people who don't scream at you, you know, all of these things. Um, You just, I have, I can see you, you deserve a family. You deserve all of these things that you want, you know, you don't know when you can defend yourself. You're very good at that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know, it's just, I, love you and I know one day that you're going to come out of this and you're going to be able to see a lot of things and you're just in it and you're getting stronger and better and you're standing up for yourself with him and um it just takes time and um you owe no one anything you know oh, I don't, yeah and I don't think he's like I don't know because I'm not in his head mm-hmm. right and and I feel like when he gets loud like that's just he, he thinks that like again that's like the only way yeah gonna it's hear un- it's unacceptable it's unacceptable and, and it's abuse and sometimes and, like i feel and, and don't get me wrong like sometimes i raise my voice too like i mm-hmm. like we talked about in other episodes right like right I'm not, again i'm not trying to give any excuses it's like when you're when you are 
used to a certain thing right are a certain way right as, like I am like I'm I'm also I I allowed and like you know I can get a certain way I I, I attract I've attracted that right and ditto for him right and that's why we like kind of even though we're total opposites in a lot of ways mm-hmm. we're very similar in that way and then um but like but in no way does he want me not to have a relationship with you and that's why i'm just like man let's just like squash the drama though like right. And I'm not, and I'm sitting over here not doing anything. And he's like the one time when we had that business meeting on the Zoom call and he's like taking off his pants and mooning me. I mean, he clearly has zero respect for your business, for our relationship. It's very clear. You know, he's very attention seeking. Oh, and, yeah. Very, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I think that it's more or less like, hey, look at me. Yeah. And yeah. then like no one then- I know would ever none of my friends would ever do that. I mean, it's very disrespectful. I just, my <laughs> yeah. thing is, is I understand that you, when you grew up, you didn't have an example of what calm was, what loving was, how to deal with conflict in a loving, calm way. You were shown conflict is dealt with in screaming and words and poison, you know, all of those things, you know? And so I think it would be interesting if you sort of, were able to teach that to yourself and to teach others how to do that. Um, because this, so many people have grown up in that type of environment. I mean, my mom growing up, it was manipulation. I mean, you didn't know what, what to say if what you were saying was right or wrong, you know, what you were to get in trouble, you know, it was all manipulation and only for her to like love me and then take it away from me. You know, with dad, it was screaming. It was violence. Um, there was no love behind his words. Even if he tried to come off as supporting, supportive, like, you know, I'll help you bail you out of jail or whatever. Oh, thanks. You know, but the fact that he's already saying, you know, you might go to jail is a red flag, you know? Right. So, so, so you, so the way that Michael treats you, you're like, oh yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. Cause I'm like this too. And no, you deserve so much better. That's not how life has to work, you know? And so um, I think it would be really cool if you were to start, and I think you are already are on that path to peace um, and, and getting less from that toxicity because, you know, that is, that is dysfunction and that is toxic. That is, you know, low vibration, you know, that drags you down and you need help with stuff man, ask me, I will help you. Let me know. Like I will hire somebody. If you need help with something, he's not your only help. There are so many people in this world that want to help you and love you. Oh, I know. And I appreciate that. And, and I, and like, I don't feel like, like, so, you know, everybody like raises their voice and everything like that. Um, you know how, like, sometimes you just have like that men have PMS too. Yeah, like, I think today was his day because man, it's been on it. He's just been on it, on one. But he's been very fucking nice the other like past thirty days, right? You and know? why do you, why do you think he's been nice to you the past thirty days? Oh, it's just like we've been getting along. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like just, mm-hmm, we just mm-hmm. haven't been like in a mood. Um, you know what I mean? Like 
Well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this, and, and then, then it's we'll just, just one day you have one. I don't know. And then I might, let me tell you this, and then we'll just squash it, and we'll end the episode because this is a really, this is really important. And the fact that you and I are able to calmly talk, and you're talking about your side, your perspective, and I'm talking about my perspective. But when I got that text message from him attacking me out of nowhere, and then finding out you started welding school, I said, "There it is." What happens is, is you're in a shift, you are changing and you are growing and he is freaking out. Narcissists are freaking out. They freak out when they are, their narcissistic supply might leave them. So what they do, there's four stages of it. They start love bombing you. So he's being very nice. He's in the love bombing stage. Okay. Just keep track of that and notice his moods based on how much you grow and how much you don't need him as much and how his reactions are to that oh yeah yeah and that's and that and i think that that's why i feel like sometimes i even can be a narcissist because you know what's funny what's funny is that my friend emily who is married to a narcissist she kept saying christine but i'm a narcissist no you're brainwashed you're brainwashed to believing their program so she is slowly coming out of it herself and the things that he, she thought she was, is it's not even true. It's so, it's just so, and that's how I figured out my mom was a narcissist by her. I was like, Emily, you're the sweetest person I know. You're not a narcissist. What the hell? Where's this coming from? Yeah. It's coming from him. Oh, well, he's never called me one. I'm just, I don't know. Like I've done that to other people. Yeah, there's there's a difference between having a reaction that's loud than um, just you would never text me out of the blue and attack me. You would never text someone out of the blue and attack them. That's the difference. Oh, well, I have done that. Not to you, but I have texted people out of the blue and attacked them. And I s- still do it. I'm not. I'm not perfect. <laughs> and then I'm I not feel, saying I'm not saying you're perfect after doing it, but it's but the thing is, so the thing is, there's there's a difference between you and him. There's a big difference. There's a huge difference. I, and yeah. I'm not and I'm not just saying that because you're my sister. There's a huge difference between you and him. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's one of the things. Like I like that's why I just like really value. Um, him and him and I's uh, friendship because I we do have that rapport with each other where like it's taken years to build it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, and I really appreciate that you know he's mm-hmm. he, he's pulled me out of terrible situations mm-hmm. you know what I mean like um, so I'm not like I don't want to be like oh yes he like I don't want I don't want anybody to think that he's like this terrible person. You know what I mean? Like he's not some terrible person. Nobody has to think anything. He just, he shows it himself. Right. Like, I mean, I, he, he, his own behaviors. You yeah. Know? It's more, it's more exactly, but it's more like there's more, there's more to the iceberg than meets the eye kind of thing. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and when it gets down way deeper than some people would probably like, be able to realize because they can't like talk to him for hours and get to know mm-hmm. stupid bullshit that would probably make them be like oh that's why he does this mm-hmm. and it's like okay so as a friend and everything like I'm always going to defend him like I said and I'm mm-hmm. as, as your sister like 
I also am going to defend you. So at that certain point, I have to be like fucking Switzerland. I have to be like, okay, I this is very fine territory right now. Like I right. literally walk on eggshells mm-hmm. and figure out how to maneuver this without hurting anybody's feelings. Well, let me just say this. You don't have to defend me. I don't need any defending because he's not a, even in an equation in my life. I don't need any defending against him. Well, I meant like as far as just random texts or. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, and I appreciate you doing that. And cause I didn't even ask you to do that. And I appreciate that you did that. And that was awesome. Um, and it really wasn't defending. You were setting a boundary. And yeah. so that is where he, you know, I would recommend if you would like my advice is setting boundaries with him and telling him that's not okay. And don't ever do that again. Um, because again, you're recording a podcast episode for something good for your future. Again, he does not care about that. He's disrespectful and it's, I, he's just walking by and I trigger him. He's easily that triggered. That's sad, you know? So, you know, for me, I would set boundaries with him and tell him, you know, that's not okay. And, you know, or whatever you want to do, whatever works between, between y'all two. Um, but I also would say before any of that is take care of yourself and, and make yourself a priority. Yeah, no, for sure. And always, and then, and I would recommend that for anybody, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, I think that navigating this world can be very hard, especially if you have to do it like alone, Mm-hmm. You know, so trying to find somebody that's your person, yeah, is like very vital. It's super vital. Right. Um, at the same time, like you guys are still individuals, and you have to take care of your individual selves. Mm-hmm. Like today, um, I like I knew he, he was upset, and you know, and I can sit here and blame myself all day, but I, like I knew he was upset, and I was like, hey, you should go like ride your motorcycle because it's such a nice day out and that puts him in such a good mood mm-hmm. and um but we just got busy doing other things and i'm like i kind of blame myself because like i know he would be in a way better mood if he was just well, able his, his mood is not your his mood is not your fault right oh i know and that's fault. but but like like he you know like he would he would do that for me if that makes sense like he'd yeah. be like hey jesse yeah i can see that you're kind of being a bitch right now mm-hmm. how about you go do like go go to the gym or go do something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and then and i and i feel like sometimes like as friends like we're always gonna like even in a relationship you're romantic really like in any romantic relationship too like sometimes people are gonna fucking say mean shit and well i, I, I personally like, just like anybody that i date if they're become mean i, I mean i really haven't experienced that very much and i usually tend to date pretty nice people but um you know I just it's just take care of yourself I think we should end the episode I do think it's important to keep what he said in there so it's not confusing to the audience and they can see and the thing is is that there are many truths and there are many perspectives and many dynamics to many things and not everything I know you know he knows every and the audience knows is to be the truth there's always a little truth in something and there are many assumptions to a lot of things, but in the end of the day, I love you so much and I'm so happy you're my sister. And I'm so happy that we're doing this podcast because the point of this podcast is for our healing. And this is part of healing. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I, I, mean, I appreciate uh, everybody listening to 
that little tidbit. I mean, I, mm-hmm. um, again, like, Hey, let's let, Hey, why don't we pull the audience? Hey, what do y'all think? Y'all just kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we're, we're not going to do a poll, but, um, um, uh, well, I think that it, it definitely is entertainment at the very fucking least. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Oh my God. Yes, it is. Some real housewife drama. Well, I love you, baby girl. That's all I know to be oh, continued. To be continued. Love you. Love you too. Bye.